I'm Linda Holmes. This is NPR's Book of the Day. Public debates about what should be taught about history are everywhere. They're unfolding right now in plenty of U.S. states and cities, but they happen, of course, around the world. Journalist Mikhail Zigar's new book, War and Punishment, tries to debunk what he considers the biggest myths that Russians are taught about Russia. Those myths have added significance now because Zigar says they've been used to build support for the invasion of Ukraine. Zigar talked to NPR's Leila Fadl about why myths have the grip on people that they do and whether he thinks any punishment will come for the people he argues have used those myths to wage war. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I started with seven most important historical myths Putin is always using, for example, that Russians and Ukrainians are the same people, or the most ridiculous myth he uh, continues repeating that there was no Ukraine before Lenin, and Lenin invented Ukraine. uh, And I proved that it's just propaganda. And unfortunately, most Russian historians used to work for those in power, and they were, in fact, propagandists. And I felt that it was really important for me to write this book just to to show that we need to start from the scratch. We need to destroy imperialist uh, historical narrative and to start the new one. These myths that you describe, how are they instilled in the collective Russian psyche? I mean, do you just grow up learning this in school? Like, how do people end up believing these myths that you, you debunk in the book? That's something people are be, being told uh, in school, on television. You know, U- Ukraine was a part of the Soviet Union for 70 years. So many Ukrainians believe in the, in the same myths as many Russians do. And uh, in Ukraine today, there is a, a special name for those Ukrainians who do not uh, fight Russian propaganda. And they are called Little Russians. Because back in 19th century, Little Russia was another name for the country. The only version of traditional Russian history was very imperialistic. At the the same time, I I do not believe that 100% of Russians buy everything Russian propaganda says. But when it comes to history, it it looks like a sacred cow. And uh, it's going to take a long time for Russians to admit the fact that, yes, the Russian empire was a bloody colonial empire. So do you see your book, this book, War and Punishment, as the alternative? I was I was trying to write the crime story written through the eyes of the murderer. So it's not the history of, uh, of Ukraine. It's uh, the history of Russian empire oppressing Ukraine. I think that... Um, it's very important to, to take the blame for the crimes of, uh, of Russian regimes. That's very important to confess that Russian culture and Russian literature are, are also to blame. And I think that other historians, that American historians, have to deal with their myths and with their empires. And British historians have to deal with, with their crimes and sins. And that's 
the, the work that many cultures and many nations have started. Uh, Russians are about to start that work to reconsider, to reanalyze our history. So this work is needed. As you point out, you wrote this book from outside Russia because you criticized the war when it started and you had to leave. So if you could just describe why you chose to speak up and why so many Russians do not. Mm, for me, leaving Russia was, uh, was not a matter of um, safety. Uh, uh, much more it was some kind of moral obligation because when, you, when your country becomes a, f- a fascist state, you cannot live there. And yes, obviously, now we know that, that thousands of people were uh, prosecuted for their protests. Uh, several friends of mine are now uh, in jail. And majority of Russians definitely know what's happening. I know that Russians are not supporting the war, because otherwise, if this war was supported by, by lots of people, we would probably see a lot of volunteers. I know that majority of Russians are really horrified. They are so scared. So the easier way is just to pretend that business as usual is possible, that uh, they chose not to read anything, not to watch the news, not to uh, seek for the information because they're helpless. They know that that they cannot change the, the, the situation. The title of your book is War and Punishment, and we're witnessing the first part of your title in Ukraine. Do you think there will ever be any punishment for what has happened? Putin annexed Crimea, intervened in Syria, invaded Georgia in 2008. Will there be consequences for him? So my sources in in Moscow, um, in Russian bureaucracy, are claiming that one year is probably maximum term uh, for President Putin to remain in power. So I'm absolutely sure that his days are numbered. And I was 100% sure from the beginning that this war means the end of Russian imperialism because it's it's so obviously brutal. So it uh, the whole concept of Russian exceptionalism and uh, of... Russian Empire as the greatest value will collapse after this war. So yes, I'm, I'm sure that uh, the punishment is already here. Hmm. You end your book with a call between President Biden and Ukraine's President Zelensky. Biden wants to discuss, and this is at the beginning of the war, the Russians are invading. Biden wants to discuss how to get the president to Lviv in the West so they can get him out. And Zelensky says... I need ammunition, not a ride. Why did you end there? It explains everything about Ukraine. Because Zelensky did that because he was prepared for that role by his life and his career. But he is not the exception. He is, the, in that sense, an average Ukrainian. And um, I think that's, that's really mm, my story had to end at that very moment because the story of, of Russian imperialism actually ends that moment. Mikhail Zigar is author of the new book, War and Punishment. Thank you for your time. Thank you.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With so many great bottles to choose from at the lowest price, it's easy to find your favorite Cabernet or a new single-barrel bourbon to try with some help from one of their friendly guides. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. This is a message from This Is History with Dan Jones. Let renowned historian Dan Jones guide you through a landscape of rivalry, treachery, and murder, bringing to life the epic struggles of Henry and Edward. Listen to This Is History, Season 4, now on your favorite podcast platform.